Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet, Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk, Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger, APU Warforged Fighter, Mole Urzog, Cleric of Saint Allegius can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Uh, I think I can. Uh, so, we jumped through a portal to try to get away from, uh, you know, God, universe, man chasing us, and we got to the never-ending staircase just outside the plain of boiling mud, and we had a nice long discussion about what to do next, uh, debating on perhaps if we could get Kavalian to go after the universe man, saying that basically Tanahana was in danger, so this would be a way for you to do that. But then Tanahana was like, well, we could just go, you know, to the city of Sigil and get us to the people, the tribunal, and they can probably do something about it. And we were like, yeah, it's probably better, because obviously Cavalian's a loose cannon. So uh, we then took our way up the staircase and got to the city of Sigil. And as we stepped through into the city, we were offered creepy man with a trench coat, if I remember correctly, had a bunch of uh, prayers and praises and things and bottles. And I think yep. that's where we ended. That is where we ended, but uh, entering the city of Sigil is a, uh, a point for leveling up. So I know you all leveled up to level 12 now, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. let's let's go around the horn. Um, APU, what uh, what kind of changes did you have? For level 12 at Fighter, I got an ASI, so I decided to take mobile. So I'm a large tank running around at 40 feet now and ignoring terrain, which isn't a bad thing. And one thing everyone will notice is that um, APU's armor or his metal his metal plating is now glowing sort of an orange color after its connection and uh, um, proximity to the ring that's been in his chest. So why don't you talk a little bit about the leveling up of your plate mail? So I gained the um, feat Magic Initiate, which I grabbed the cleric spells. So APU can now cast uh, Light, Sacred Flame, and Shield of Faith. So for 10 minutes, he's at 27 AC, 40 feet of movement, killing machine. <laughs> Pretty nice. Yep. Wait, AC what? 29. Damn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Zalara, our oldest PC. Yeah. Longest living PC. What? Um... Well, Mar- Magnar's still around. Not playing. He's not around. <laughs> he's not. He's not really. He's sort of an NPC at this point. Uh, and, and, and Magnar very well may be dead at this point with the the sudden Shh. god problem. You know. We're not thinking about that right now, Sam. Uh, anyway, Solara took another level of Druid uh, to get some level three uh, spells. Uh, so she can now hopefully bring Mole back when we all die again. Uh, and, uh, or, you know, whomever. And um, summon some, some lovely creatures. And yeah, that's about all she took. You want to talk about her oh. armband and the new feat that comes with that? Yeah, so because she's now connected to Shampara and keeps being enwrapped in vines, 
some reason. Um, she now has what I'm taking the liberty to call the arms of Shemhara, which are vines that sprout out of her at some point and act like the arm, arms of Hadar is basically the spell, but only vine related. I forgot to ask, what type of damage will that do? Arms of Hadar is necrotic. Oh, yeah, let's change that then. Um, we can do... Hey, let's just go celestial with that. Radiant. Celestial damage? Radiant? Or radiant, radiant, sorry. I've played a number of different editions and they all get muddled. I'm old. Um, all right, so, and then let's go with Garen. I almost called you Drathan. All right, Garen, what uh, what changes are you going with? All right, so I got ASI as well. So I took the lucky feat and then I no longer gain spell slots, or I, I guess that just slows down once you hit level 12. Um, so, but I still do gain my spells. So I took Tensor's Transformation, which is a level six, and Tasha's Mind Whip, which is a new one. Um, and also because of Tasha's, uh, the book, I am able to swap out a cantrip at a short or long rest. Um, so I swapped my Sword Burst for Mind Sliver, which just sounds cool. Ooh. And what was and the then, upgrade to your, to your whip? So my whip, now has uh, spell storing. So basically what the ring of spell storing does, but it's my whip. Uh, so I'm putting a lot of my shield and absorb element spells in there so I can uh, save myself more. <laughs> All right. And then finally, mole. Um, uh, moles was pretty simple because it was level 12, like many of us. Um, so in 7 ASI, I took a feat. I took Warcaster um, just because nice. I've got a bunch of concentration spells. Being able to keep those up will be very helpful, um, even though it doesn't matter as much for clerics because they could just kind of change their spell list up every day. Um, I did add to my spell list Spirit Guardians because I just felt that would be kind of useful at some point. Um, yeah. And I got health. Okay. I got some more health. I got a couple of points of health. <laughs> that was nice. And then with, with my um, amulet of St. Allegis, um, since we've never talked about it before, um, I have the original ability of plus one initiative. And now it also does spell storing, uh, just like Garen, because spells are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll pick up right where we left off. You're standing there on the street. It's cobblestone. It's very dense, um, as I mentioned before. Um, it's very densely packed, both with buildings as well as with people. You've got a tiefling standing in front of you. He has one giant black horn coming out of his forehead and a large uh, dinosaur tail, but he's got the body of a humanoid, um, just deep red skin, and he's wearing a trench coat. He's got these vials open. And um, as far as the area is also concerned, you've noticed that above you, there's almost a smog-like substance that makes it really difficult to see high above, like, you know, you can see a little bit of like a second story of buildings, but for the most part, it's very, very dense. Um, and he says, you want to buy any prayers? I think we are good, actually. Oh, come on. Haven't you always wanted to be a god? Not in the slightest. No. They are very petty. Hmm. It seems like a lot of uh, unnecessary pressure. Oh, what are you talking about? You, you, you collect enough of these, you have them directed at you, you maybe answer one or two, you tell seven or eight people that, you know, you speak to them directly, you never have to do that again, you just tell them that, they write down some stuff, and bada-bing, bada-boom, you know, you're, you're a god. You get all that infinite, you know, cosmic power. Mm. You, you seem rather shady. <laughs> 
Do you have a trader's license? <laughs> trader's license? No, I don't have a trader's license. But who's going to stop me right now? Who can so, do anything? So you're breaking the law? I'm breaking the law, but who's going to enforce it? Nobody, could, you know? Could, could I grab him? Uh, uh, so uh, we did specifically <laughs> say last episode, you do know this. Uh, okay, I'm not being uh, APU. Uh, oh, no. Violence in the city is explicitly illegal. Grabbing is not yeah, so I won't I mean, grab him. Uh, you can, because okay. that's a law. So no, I, ju I just oh, wanted yeah. you to know that, because that would uh, impact APU. APU would care. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be right. doing the illegal if, if you're not allowed violence. Hmm. Yeah, who who can stop me? The hardheads can't attack me. The mercy killers can't attack me anymore, since the Lady of Pain, uh, you know, made violence impossible here in the city. So what are they gonna do? Nothing. I can trade freely now. Why would the Lady of Pain not want violence? Isn't that kind of her thing? Well, she was really ticked off because the guilds were having a little bit of a war. And they ended up blowing up the um, the Hardhead's headquarters. You know, it was the city barracks. They blew it up. And apparently, I don't know, some say she decided. Some say law itself decided. I don't know. But... There's a new law. You can't do any kind of violence. We don't know when it'll be lifted. Um, so right now, it's just a really, really good time. Can I, can I put my hand on his shoulder? Is it going to... You can... Yeah. It's not, it's not an attack. I am, I am casting light on his coat. And it's the same sort of light color as the ring inside APU. Okay. So his his coat turns a bright orange and is, is yeah. Hey, what are you doing? What is this? It's a mark of a criminal. I can't hurt you, <laughs> but I can mark you. Well, okay. I mean, whoop de do. I can just take the coat so, off, right? And he like takes the coat off. And he flings it over his back. Uh, so. Are all the prayers in there still? <laughs> they all yeah, they're flying. Just <laughs> no, they they're jingling around. They were secure in there. So, uh, tell me, if uh, you own prayers and you're receiving prayers, does that preclude mm -hmm. you from also praying to something else? No, why would it do that? That's, that's not how it works at all. Why? I would just, um, this is the first time I've been offered to buy prayers, so I'm trying to figure out how they actually work. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, you're direct... I don't know the nature of being a god, Garen. I, I know the nature of believing in God well, and then you receiving understand power that. through belief. Yeah, well, you're just on the opposite end of that. You receive the belief. Hmm. And once you receive the belief and enough people believe in you, then you have the power. Hmm. But, you know, like uh, like the lady said over there, it's, uh, it's not necessarily something for everybody, but... You know, it's always good to have a prayer or two in hand, don't you think? Just in case. How how much for prayers? Oh, it's a very small, small price for you. Mike, since you are a man of faith yourself, we could do it for 50 gold for one prayer. And how does one use this prayer? Well, I mean, you receive the prayer. Of course, you got to drink it into yourself. You know, I mean, like literally, you're going to open it up and, and drink it. And then you'll hear the prayer and, and you decide whether you want to act or not. But, uh, you know, it will open up a, a small chain from you to the the person praying. And you can communicate with them that way if you want. You'll get about 20 seconds, but you're able to communicate with them and provide whatever revelations you want. Um, n no, thank you. I, I think I'll pass today. Um, 
Meanwhile, Zalar is just standing there like, what kind of cleric are you? Like, very judgmental. <laughs> uh, Mole learned a very interesting thing last last session, and I he thinks it's the way out of all of this. So, um, hmm. It's a very good thing Hibonite's not here, because he would buy all of them and tell them that God doesn't exist. <laughs> um, yeah. Because we basically established a god that everybody believes in would be all-powerful. Uh, not necessarily looking to empower myself with prayers. Um, okay. Uh, thank you very much for your, your kind offer. That seems like a very reasonable price. Oh, yeah. You, you want one? Not today, sadly. I look at Tanahana. How is she taking this? Like, is in this stride. news to her? Tana uh, Hano has a very... Just her disposition is very stoic, normally, in most circumstances. Gotcha. So, not going to be able to read any, like, oh, yeah, I want that kind of thing. Got it. Right. Okay, well... Um, as, um, as he's standing there with the glowing coat, you hear a voice that says, Hey, you, we told you not to be around here. And you see a giant minotaur come over. He's got one black horn. And Zilara would recognize this as Turin Blackhorn <laughs> as he comes up. I duck behind some cover. <laughs> and his, his, his focus is definitely on this tiefling. Uh-huh. And so you dive, how are you diving behind cover? You're, you're on a busy street right now. I don't know what's just, around. A- APU is, is big, you know. Yeah, like I, I dive behind one of my friends or I like find a pile of crates or something. Alright, give me a um, uh, sneak roll. 21 Someone for stealth. Stealth. <laughs> stealth. My lord. <laughs> All right. Playing Skyrim so, now, it's okay. <laughs> I know. Alright, so 21. So uh, Turin comes up and is like, we told you not to not to be around here. And Turin's dressed in a um, very elaborate um, tabard. That's It's red. Uh, it's kind of the color of blood, not just like a bright red. And it's got some ornate design on it. And um, it, it, looking at the design, it seems to swirl and move. It's like this black coloration, but every once in a while you see it becomes a skull and then moves off. And he says, all right, right there, Clive Rumpelbum. Don't, don't think we'll forget about you. One day, one day, the, the, the violence ban will be lifted and then I will chop your head off and bring you to justice. In my head, I will um, talk to the others because we're still on the connection, right, Garen? Mm-hmm. I will let them all know that Turin is specifically after me and wanted to kill me last time I saw him. Yeah, good to know. Um, and you'll, you'll just hear from Mole, um, you know, yet another person looking to kill us. Just well, me. Just the Lara. Only one of us. <laughs> I don't find that very comforting. He was hired to um, assassinate me, specifically. Hmm. It seems he failed last time, so... <laughs> now, wait, he specifically can't do violence to you right now. I don't care. That's fine. He yeah. can't hurt you right now. Yeah, at the, the mention of, I can't do violence to you, I will at least poke my head back out and see how the rest <laughs> of you are responding. And Turin looks at you and says, Oh, hey, there, Zalara, how are you? It's good to see you. And he holds out his, his big muscular arms that, like, he's going to give you a hug. It's, it's so good to see you. Um, I can't say the same. What? You you were trying to kill me last time I knew you. 
Yeah, well, that that was a while back, and I, you know, I found, I, I mean, I, I was and I wasn't. I was trying to complete a a contract I had, uh-huh. um, but you know, I found a higher calling. I find a higher calling here with the Red Death, and and here I'm able to use my violence for good as opposed to just for money. You know, money is is, is something that seems to be kind of hollow. And um, I mean, I you know, after I was fighting with some demons, and, and they kicked me to what I thought was a wall, and I was like, I'm going to be dead. And then I ended up here in uh, the cage, and uh, you know, I made some friends, and um, you know, we could do violence back then. And they said, Hey, you're very good at cutting off people's heads. And I said, Yes, I am. And they said, How would you like to do that for justice? And I said, That sounds like a great idea. So now I joined with the, the Mercy Killers or the Red Death, as we like to be known as, and and now I dispense law through violence, um, you know, the, the way that uh, really the gods have been intended it and what I was created for. So it's, it's sort of a higher purpose, higher calling than just the just coin itself. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think since we're out of the uh, space time of where we used to reside, I don't think that the contract necessarily applies. So, yeah. So we're, we're cool then. Yeah. I mean, even if we weren't, what could I do? Right. I mean, you know, no okay. killing. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. is the Red Death is that a god specifically? No, no, it's just what people call us because we, we, you know, we, we have these really cool, these really cool clothes that are red and, and they have a skull on it. And then also we we do a lot of killing. Um, so, well, mercy killers. Who directs mm-hmm. the killings? Well, I mean, the guild itself. You know, people will come to us and. And we'll also work with the, the Harmonium or the Hardheads. Don't call them that. They don't like that. But, you know, they'll let us know that, hey, you know, uh, oh, somebody stole something and needs to die or have their hands chopped off. And, and uh, you know, so we do that. And then, you know. But, I mean, but not luckily, at the moment. We, not at the moment in the cage. Now, you know, I could take a contract and, and go to a different plane um, and kill somebody there and then bring back their body parts. Hmm. Oh. And what are you paid then? Gratification? I mean, gratification, it's still gold. I mean, we still run on, on a, a gold system here just because we got to have something to represent value, right? Like, how do you do that um, without some kind of... I mean, I guess we could just do a barter system as a way of doing it. But that also, like, you know, is, is like one bolt of cloth really worth, like, three drinks? I don't know. I mean, that's hard to do. So we just use a, a monetary system here as well. Yeah. You, you you seem very well informed on economic principle. I mean, I, I was in our world. I thought I, I should be here as well. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a different view for me right now. The the in-depths are the ones over at the bazaar who kind of had more of a, a mentality that I had before I had my higher calling. But, um, you know, now I realize that gold isn't the only god to serve. Hmm. So do you serve a specific god or just... Oh, Lord, no, no. I just serve violence in the name of justice and in, in uh, complete opposition to mercy. How does ah. justice work with no violence here? Not very well. Not very well. Um, we're, we're having some issues. The uh, Chaosites, they're, they're loving it. They're dancing in the street. They're dispensing hot dogs because this, this enforcement of law has created more chaos. <laughs> Because uh, we don't have violence to reinforce and our, our Would laws. it count as violence if you hugged someone and then with the hug put them in a cage and then you left the cage and they were in the cage? Because a hug isn't violent. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the, the city of doors, the city of portals is also the city of intentions. It's, it's well known. 
um, you know, belief and intentions have a lot of power here. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be the motivation behind the action, not just the action itself that can constitute violence. What if you believe you're keeping them safe and others safe by putting them in a special house? Well, I don't think that that loophole is going to work because it's a loophole and, and you know it's a loophole. And so your intention is still to do violence, but cover it up as though it weren't violence. Hmm. So you have no sort of discipline here. Not right now. It's a problem. It's a problem. How long has this been going on this way? Well, I suppose you don't about know. About a month. About a month. I mean, in, in you know, single time. About a month. Have Have you tried mercy and, and changing people's minds? You know that that would actually, you know, in a world where you can't actually use violence in order to stop people, actually, you know, speaking with them and and working with them and you know, uh, empathizing with them could really help, you know, maybe change some people, and then you wouldn't have to worry about it in the first place. Right, but I'm a mercy killer, so if I, you know, show mercy, then I'm not killing it, and it's kind of against my whole ethos. Um, could could you? Could you uh, kill the thing within them that causes them to be doing these bad things? Would that not be violence? But, but well, right. not innately, you know, by speaking to them, it's not so much a mercy that you're not brutally chopping their head off, but you are killing a part of them inside that makes them mm. do this bad thing. But you're forcing your way on them by killing their way of wanting to do things. You're you're not helping my uh my point, APU very much. APU <laughs> is trying to figure out how this works because he doesn't like this. There's there's laws, um, but you don't follow any laws because there's a law against violence, so he can't enforce the laws. Mm. He's getting himself stuck in loops <laughs> again. Um, I'm ju I'm just thinking you may need to be a little bit more creative with how you enforce the law. As you said, it's intention, right? And if right. the intent is to not do violence, then and the intent is just to remove more violence, you can use you can use reasoning with people and changing how they feel in order to help accomplish that. I mean, I, I guess you could, um, but you know, this is going to be temporary, and I don't really want to get out of the mindset that I'm going to just hack off a few limbs and get covered in my enemy's blood. Um, you know, at the end of the day, the whole ethos is an eye for an eye, right? So, um, or sometimes, sometimes, you know what? It, it's like a whole head for an eye, but it's, it's still, mm. I mean, I would just lose, let me tell you, my half-work friend here, I would just lose kind of part of who Turin is. What makes a Turin? What makes him the Blackhorn? And it's violence. So if mm. I was to change who I was, I'm going against the soul of who I am. Under understandable, but you know, our souls change each and every day. All of us are reforged into new people every morning. Um, and eventually, maybe one day, you might not be a turn who seeks violence. Oh, well, may the gods never see that day come, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Indeed. So, if I may, what started this law of nonviolence? Oh, like I was saying, though, so, um, yeah, there there was a big war that was going on between the guilds, um, and, and are, have you been to Sigil before? Or, this is our said? first minute in here, actually. So. Oh, okay, so there are like 15 different guilds that run this place. I mean, the Lady of Pain runs the place, but very hands-off normally. Um, and, you know, there's a bunch of, like, wars between, normally they're, you know, it's kind of like, hey, the guilds kind of run the place. Anyway, there was a big war between the guilds for more power, um, and that, that ended up with the, the city barracks being blown up, and either the, the Lady of Pain herself 
or law itself as the entity was like, hey, stop this lady of pain, and, and so they stopped it. We don't really know. And, you know, like I said, it's going to be temporary. It's going to be temporary, I'm sure. Hmm. So are all the guilds still around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was... Um, they're rebuilding the city barracks right now. There's nothing. I mean, she, it, it, it stopped that you know, stopping violence, kind of stopped the war. Hmm. And what was the point of this war? Power. Point of any war, right? Yes. Power over what? The city itself? Or. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the city of portals. You can go anywhere from here. Sure. The more of it you own, the more access you have. I mean, you so can literally one, like, go. Do you have to pay for access to the portals? Or how does that work if you don't own Ah, uh, well, you know, um, yeah, you could pay for access. They could just hoard it for themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, and the main the main thing, of course, you need is either a, a key or a chronoloki to open the portals if you're just an individual. But you do have to get past guards and things like that if it is a protected portal, which many of them are. Though sometimes, you know, you just open a door. You're like, hey, I'm going to go to the pantry. I'd really like a nummy. And I'm going to go eat a nummy. And you open the pantry door. And then you're like, whoops, now I'm in Narnia. I hear Narnia is nice this time of year. Ah, uh, it's been snowing a lot lately. <laughs> as long as you're by the lamp, so, it's all right. Uh, Who is in control of the uh, portal to the tribunal? Well, well portal to the tribunal. I mean, I don't know. Is but there portal, one? I don't know. I mean, that's not, you know, my, like I said, my job uh, is to really be cutting people's mm -hmm. heads off. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You might want to talk to someone at, at the fraternal order. They're, they're kind of all into, like, art and philosophy and poetry. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm -hmm. Uh, you said that the Lady of Pain worked with uh, Order themselves, yes? To enforce this law. upon? Law, I mean, yeah. That's the rumor. I mean, nobody knows. Nobody really knows. How, how would one speak to the Lady of Pain? I mean, you don't ever. She doesn't speak. But her servants will come out and, you know, they'll talk to you in their little word pictures. And, and how would one uh, contact them? Just go to where they live or... Yeah, here's the thing. Nobody, there's not really a spot. You know, you, you see, well, you can't see because it's so smoggy, but there's a giant spire that goes like right through the center here of, of the donut out here, right? And <laughs> she supposedly lives up there. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, you talk to the smart people and they'll probably be able to help you out, but I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, Go ahead and let's see. Um. APU. Mm -hmm. Give me a perception roll. 26. Dang. Okay. Um, let's see. And what are you carrying on you of any value? Gold items. And do you have a, a Chrono Loki on you? I do. That's in my shield. Um, okay. It's like in his shield behind his arm and the shield. So they have to get extremely close for that. Uh, the ring is inside my chest. I've got mm -hmm. 200 gold. Um, my morning star, my longbow, a potion of healing, a superior healer, potion of healing, a set of rigged dice, and um, an insignia. All right. Yeah. So, um, as you're standing there talking, yep. Point of order. APU has a set of rigged dice? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. He got it from his background. He did some gambling in the military. Doesn't use them anymore. But he, had, he did it in the past, a few thousand years ago. <laughs> Right, so it's kind of like how, you know, alcoholics will sometimes, like, keep a bottle of gin in a drawer just to prove to themselves, right? They cannot? Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mr. Law-abiding. Okay, cool. Everyone has a past. <laughs> Cheating at games of chance isn't necessarily breaking the law. It's breaking the law of the game. 
no, a lot of dice games are in, are are explicitly, you know, based Ranked. around <laughs> trying to cheat the other person. Like the the rule of the game is trying not to get caught cheating. So yeah, everyone's betting on an outcome. I just know the outcome first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the law breaking there. Okay. So. APU, as you're standing there, a knoll uh, uh, bumps into you. She grabs your gold, and like you suddenly, I mean, you feel it. There's no question that you know what's going on. And then she runs through the crowd. All of your gold is taken, all 200 pieces. I will she just chase after them to give them uh, a hug. I have no intention of harm, just stopping them from moving so they can embrace, embrace my warmth. Okay, so what... <laughs> I want really to be cold this. metallic flesh. Hey, I've got a burning ring inside me and I glow now. Oh, I don't terrible. know if I'm cold anymore. You might be boiling. You might burn all her flesh off. I don't know. So, um, she takes off through the very dense crowd. What I'd like to do is either APU by himself or if everyone's going to join in, we're going to do a skill check, which skill challenge here. APU, would you have indicated to us at all what happened? Or would you just... I would have shouted stop thief. All right. So let's go ahead and give me an initiative roll. Uh, oh, okay. I don't need to do it on this one. Uh, one thing I did forget to mention is I replaced, under the new Tasha's stuff, I replaced one of my maneuvers. I now have ambush, which is I can spend a superiority dice after I roll initiative to add a d10 to my initiative. Oh, that is awesome. Wow. I rolled a 24, so I don't need to use it now. 16. Uh, nine for Zalara. All right, so APU, fittingly, you're first. What are you gonna do? Is it an attack to hug? <laughs> um, I, I wish to grab them with no violent intent. I intend no harm on them, but they have relinquished me on my property, which I take as a personal harm against me. Because hmm. I, I was not, gonna say theft. If is it was violence. all going by, a, if it was go, all, all going by it, um, intent on their actions by stealing all of my money. They don't know I don't need to eat or find shelter, and then they've caused me to potentially starve, which is a form of violence. They will potentially cause physical harm to my being. Hmm. But their intent's not to cause you physical harm. Yeah. Their intent is just to better themselves in the world through violence. Means that... is... It's, it's well, not. It's I, not I can do anything out it's there. By definition, it's... is physical. So. Yeah. Then, can I see the bag of gold? <laughs> yeah, you can see the bag of gold. <laughs> I wish to throw myself with all my weight at the bag of gold because I I intend on getting my stuff back. All right, give me either athletics or acrobatics. I'll take athletics. And 19. we're gonna do DC 15. So yep, you are able to grab it. I grab with all of my strength. All of your strength. All right. So uh, you, Garen, it's your turn. You see APU's grabbed the bag of gold and putting all of his weight down on it while um, this null woman is, is starting to go. He's trying to, like, pull. She's basically like, ah, ah. Uh, I will go over and because it's not against a person, I will non-violently slice the string that she's holding. Or is is she holding like the, the string or how's it going? Just like like the head of, like he's got the big bulk of the bag and she's got the, oh, where okay. it all clasped at the top. Um, <laughs> while she's doing that, can I try to lift something from her pockets? Yeah. <laughs> Count to steal the thief. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slide a hand. hand of eighteen. All right. Yeah. So, um, what what you steal from her is you get a gold locket, 
Um, when you open Ooh. it up, you'll, you'll see inside it's a picture of a baby knoll that's been sketched out. Um, and then also, th that'll be worth 150 gold. And then you also get 25 copper. All right. So the gold locket is worth 150? Or, I, okay. And then you get 25 copper on top of that. All right. All right. So now it is Mole's turn. Um, yeah. Uh, Mole, um... Uh, would yell out to them because um, I'm not really looking to chase somebody through a city. Um, yell out to them. Um, no, no, that's that's far too far too Skyrim. I was gonna say stop. You violated the law. That was the only thing that was, <laughs> was popping into my head. Stop. You violated the law. Um, let's. Uh, t just telling them yeah to to stop running. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just trying to... I'm, what I'm what skill are we be using? Uh, well, it would be persuasion, I would say. I'm just trying to persuade them not to run away from us because, mm -hmm. like, I, I... Yeah, there's there's not much... Especially when we're, we're, we're so limited um, as to what we can do physically against someone. Um, also, it's only money. Doesn't really doesn't really matter that much. Um, just see if my force of personality could stop them from running, maybe make them hesitate or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Roll it. Cool. Persuasion. Twenty one. Okay. And you see that uh, the no lady kind of stops, looks a bit defeated. She's not completely done pulling, but you can see you've, you've gotten into her head a little bit. What are you doing, Zalara? Uh. I, uh, not gonna just randomly turn into an axe peak and distract her. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so how far away from where we started are they? Are they like, like 15 feet, like APU stopped her real quick. Okay. Um, um, I don't have anything good. I would just... I, I would like to... Okay, let's do this. Uh, juke around so that I'm on the other side of where she was headed. Like, try to block her. And um, kind of just use... This is not going to go well. Intimidation is the only thing I can think of. And I have nothing in it. So, just go stand there and, right. and try to look intimidating. DC 15. It's not going to go well. Oh, 15! What? <laughs> All right, so you stand there and look intimidating, and after the good speech by Mole and uh, being distracted because she lost her precious locket, and plus also there's a very heavy uh, metal guy pulling on the other end of it, she just kind of gives up, and then she looks at uh, uh, Garen and says, Give me back my locket. Your locket? Um, what are you talking that, about? That's a, picture of, that's a picture of my daughter. You should give that back to me. I'm going <laughs> to slide Why? a hand. Why? <laughs> Oh, wait, is it, it's like a, is it an etching or is it just like a drawing on papyrus that's on there, that's in the locket? It's just a drawing. Okay, so I want to sleight of hand the picture out so it only looks like there's a gold locket <laughs> before you, you I show it to her. While they're you... doing all of this, I'll be calmly walking <laughs> towards them. Um, yeah, and, and um, thank you for stopping. Well... You so show that's a sixteen. Oh, hold on. Um. So you show that to her. Hey, we're out of the the skill challenge here. So you show that to her first, uh, Garen. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, you get the sixteen for the slight hand. Okay. Yeah. No problem yeah. with that. So you, you show that to her, and she says, "No. Where's the picture of my child? What a terrible day for Slagathor. 
Now I won't be able to eat, and I have no way to reminisce my only daughter. I will give her a single gold piece until I never want to see her again. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll approach her. Um, uh, thank you for stopping. Uh, Slagathor, you said? Yes, Slagathor. And, uh, this, uh, picture of your child, you said you had a locket with it? It's the locket he's holding right there. Uh, there was a picture in it whenever I, I left today, and whenever I stole the metal man's thing, there was a picture in there. Uh-huh. But now there's no picture in there, so why would you steal the picture, other than to be spiteful? I did not steal a picture. I have my own locket that you say is yours, with no picture in it. You also cause you... grievance against us first, by stealing um, my, my property. See, there's there's a picture of a uh, hideous null child on the ground right there. Is that yours? Oh. She dives for it and picks it up and kind of blows on it. It's wet. And she's like, no, no, no. And blows on it because of this papyrus. So it's starting to wilt. And she's uh, like, no, no. starting to wilt? Can't, uh, I'll, <laughs> like, well, I don't know what it, not wilt's not the right uh, word, but it gets I, all, you know. Can, when can, you get can I try it wet. with prestidigitation? Can, yeah. Thank you. I will, I will try it for the poor woman. <laughs> Um, uh, or man, actually, <laughs> I can't quite gender <laughs> Slagathor. I don't quite know. Uh, that, can, yeah. can you target a picture with Sacred Flame? <laughs> would you do that, though? That <laughs> I was so just thinking violent. if it was possible. Um, I mean, Hibonite would do that. I don't know that ape that's in character. No, 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 no. Um, I was just thinking of spells then. So, so tell me, Slagathor, um, why did you steal my, my friend's possessions? Because I need to take care of my clan. Have you tried honest work? The law-abiding citizens do. I mean, yeah, we try. You see how big the city is, though. I mean, you know, there's there's a uh, uh, an abundance of people. So you know, if if you're like sick or or you know you, you, anything like that, you can't make it to work for one day. They just you know fire you right away, and then you have mm-hmm. no way of, of producing money. And so it's very easy to turn to do this and i've got to to feed my brood uh, you would cause the same situation you have upon others thus perpetuating violence and crime i mean there is no violence but if i had if you had stolen this money and say i needed to eat and i had no food no money for food how would i mm-hmm. then eat i mean you could steal it too so you're, you're right it would perpetuate crime but not necessarily violence i mean I'm not gonna lie, I haven't really thought this through. I'm just hungry, and I've got a bunch of mouths to feed. This wasn't like a, a, you know, philosophical quandary I had before you started questioning me on this. I just, I just needed to eat. Well, um, I, I would, I would say, um, not to propose more philosophical quandaries, but, uh, uh, when, when your, your locket was apparently stolen from you, or you thought you had lost your picture. Mm-hmm. Um, think of that next time when you are stealing from somebody because they may lose something equally as valuable and um, there's other ways than theft you know other people are more more caring than that I would like to prostitution think. and I'll I'll, I'll I'll pass them <laughs> I'm passing them 50 gold like straight away just passing them 50 gold and um oh. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say to them, um, I, I, I hope that you, you know that even though you do not have any violent intent, that your theft does cause harm. Um, and I'm just going to walk away. Um, I don't know if then you hear Slagathor just cry, thank you, thank you, you've saved my family. That was like most of my money, but anyway. Um, 
It's all right. I got a 150 gold locket. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely come out up in this situation. <laughs> you, 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 you didn't. Uh, you said you didn't steal that locket, so I'm just yeah. taking you at your word. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good thing to do with Garen. I mean, he's pretty honest. So. <laughs> uh, I don't. It, the, uh, Sam knows better. Uh, Mole does not. <laughs> um, Mole does not innately distrust Garen. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. So Turin says, well, that was uh, heart pounding. Where are y'all staying? What's the plan? Uh, We're staying with you, of course. Oh, I don't know that they're going to let you in. It, I mean, it, it was it, just uh, in jest. Um, oh, okay. I mean, there are plenty of, 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 of places to stay, hostels and hotels. If the entry requirement is normally great violence potential, we, we have that in buckets. I mean, there, there's more to that. I mean, if, if you want to look at joining, what we need to do is uh, find a crime that's happened and send you off to go kill that person and take an item from them, and then we can in, imbue that magically, and then you become part of the mercy killers. Maybe after the no violence uh, rule has ended. That sounds interesting. Our type of violence, that just happens to us. We don't go seeking to harm someone. I got you. I got you. But thank you for the offer. Yeah, no problem. Um, we're not really planning to stay, per se. Um, it sounds like we need to go to the Spire. Or to the smart people, as Turton said. Mm. Right, yeah, because how are you going to get the Spire? I mean, mm. it's just space. You'd fall down to the outer world and splat. Uh, so where would one find these smart people, Turton, other than your delightful company of course mm, there's uh go to the fraternal order um their their headquarters is like the library i'd go over there mm-hmm. and uh they're okay. the, the smart one the, the greatest mind is is a, a gentleman a dwarf gentleman named rickton mm-hmm. cool i talked to him i don't know and rick tongue rick tongue if you want to spell it r-i-k-h-t-u-n-g and I've uh, I've heard that many major and minor gods uh, visit the city. Are there any ones of note here currently? I mean, yeah, there, there's a few. Uh, there's always a few. What are you looking for? Um, there, there's a lot of them. We got old gods. We got young gods. Um, we got oh, which 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 young gods are there? Um, are there any from our home here currently? Oh no! Unfortunately, not. I'm I'm not sure why, but um, well, I mean, I, I guess most of our gods died. I don't know. Okay. Um. Thank you. Sure. So where are you heading? What you doing? Which way to the Fraternal Order, the Library? Oh right, right. Well, um, and then he gives you directions on, on where you need to go. You're just gonna need to go through the bazaar. It's on the other side of that. Hmm. Interesting. What do gods Excellent. need to buy? You know, like prayers. So. Prayers. Mm. Yeah. Soap is a heavenly object, I must say. They do say cleanliness is next to godliness. So. Right. Sure. And a lot of the uh, um, the gods who identify as women, they, they really like this bazaar because all of the clothes made for women um, have pockets in them. Finally! <laughs> oh, I can't talk. I have got 18. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where it came from. Maybe. Yeah. Besides no violence, what other malls are there here? 
I mean, they're the standard laws that you would have anywhere else. Uh, you know, misdemeanors, you have felonies. You know, okay. it, it's, it's pretty pretty much the same. I mean, the same rules are kind of universal. Just without violence, it's it's created a it's created a mess. So are you a, a living physi- hell for me? Are you physically incapable yeah. of doing violence, or do you? Yeah. Okay. Like we hmm. cannot do it. Interesting. Ah, so even if we tried, it would not matter. I try no. to punch a wall. What happens? Would it? You punch the wall, and you don't actually ever hit the wall. Your hand just kind of bounces back as though the wall was made of rubber. Very boingy rubber, which is a real word. <laughs> boingy rubber is my favorite. Excellent. Um, okay. Huh. That's new. Hmm. Well, um, I suppose we go to the bazaar then. It was a so pleasure, you... Torin. Oh, good to meet you all. Zalara, happy to see you. Always good to see a friend. Uh... I'm glad to be counted among your friends now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you found a higher calling. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, just make sure you don't uh, break any laws, Sir Lar, or else he'll be coming for your head. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> is it just the laws in the city that you enforce? Do you go to other places? or? Oh, no, no. We'll go to other places. That's the only way I'm getting my uh, bloodlust satisfied at this point, is we'll go to many different planes... Chop off a few heads, a few arms, a few hands, a few legs. Bring them on back. Justice is served. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So, unless you guys are doing anything else, you make your way to the bazaar. You see, the, ba- the bazaar is even more thick with people, if that's possible. And you've got this nice swe- smell of body sweat and the acid from the smog hanging above. Um, it, it's so low here that trolls and Goliath's heads aren't even being... You, you can't even see them. Uh, but it's just... Filled to the brim with people selling goods and wares. But most importantly, what you notice the most is it looks like there are a bunch of zombies standing there in front of really just pausing commerce as much as possible. And they, they're holding up signs and placards and one is standing on a dais yelling, Bring death back to Sigil. And that's where we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye Season 2, Episode 45, Boingy Rubber. If you can help us out, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you could help us out on Patreon, make sure to sign up. You're going to see a lot of great stuff. We're coming out with new exclusive content on a weekly basis, so I'm sure you'll be thrilled by that. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com, and follow us on Twitter at BeholdersEyePod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU, and Usk at Third. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Mural4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl. And Sam plays Mole and Lynn at Samslot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Silver Flame, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. License under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. Licenses, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash by, forward slash 4.0. All sound effects by zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further detail. 